0: section six of birds and nature volume four number five may nineteen one recorded for LibriVox.org by larry wilson the marbled godwit Limosa fedoa i behold the godwits running by the water edge the mossy bridges mirrored as of old the little curlews creeping from the sedge Jean Ingelow, the four bridges the godwits form an interesting group of the shore birds limicoli and belong in the same family as the snipes and sandpipers they command attention not alone because of their habits but also because they have for centuries been considered a delicate food for man and much has been written in praise of their flesh early in the 16th century one of the european species was rated as worth three times as much as the snipe and was considered a delicacy of the french epicure we are told that the black-tailed godwit in the year seventeen sixty six was sold in england for half a crown ben jonson speaks enthusiastically of this bird as a delicate morsel for the appetite the origin of the name godwit is veiled in obscurity it has been suggested that it may be a corruption of the two words of good and the antiquated word white the latter meaning swift though the godwits are not birds of very rapid flight the marble godwit belongs to a genus limosa which is though not rich in the number of species has representatives throughout the northern hemisphere this bird frequents muddy pools and marshes and wet sandy shores it is this habit that suggested to the naturalist the generic name which is derived from the latin word limosus meaning muddy as is the case with many of our game birds this species bears a number of common names such as the straight-billed curlew the marbled or brown marlin the red curlew and among sportsmen the doe and the doe bird with the exception of the long-billed curlew the marbled godwit is the largest of the bay birds these two birds closely resemble each other in coloration but may be easily distinguished by the characteristic of the bills which are very long the terminal half of the bill of the curlew is curved downward while that of the godwit is either straight or slightly curved upward the geographical distribution of the marble godwit includes the whole of north america though it is infrequent on the atlantic coast its nesting range is chiefly limited to the interior from iowa and nebraska northward to the saskatchewan in winter it migrates to central america cuba and the northern part of south america in company with the long billed curlew and some species of sandpipers it builds its nest on the grassy banks of rivers and ponds usually in some natural depression occasionally however the nests are found on moist prairies some distance from a stream in these grass-lined nests are laid the three or four bright olivaceous drab or creamy buff eggs that are variously spotted or blotched with varying shades of brown they are domestic and seemingly devoted to their fellows when one of their number is wounded and unable to fly they will frequently remain in the vicinity flying around the spot where lies their wounded comrade dr kios tells us that on intrusion near the nest the birds mount in the air with loud piercing cries hovering slowly around with labored flight, in evident distress, and approaching sometimes within a few feet of the observer. Its food consists of the smaller crustaceans, worms, snails, insects, and their larvae. These are captured from the surface of the water on the shore, or are probed for with the long, sensitive bills in the soft soil of the banks or under shallow water. When feeding, it moves in an easy and graceful manner. Its grace and dignity well merit the saying that it is one of the most beautiful of the birds sought by the sportsman. Netje Blachan has very aptly described the habits of this bird. She says, It is not the intention of the godwit to give any one a near view of either plumage or bill. The most stealthy intruder on its domains, salt or freshwater shores, marshes or prairie lands, startles it to wing. Its loud, whistled notes sound the alarm to other marlins, hidden among the tall sedges, and the entire flock flies off at an easy, steady pace, not rapid, yet not to be overtaken afoot. A beautiful posture, common to the plovers, curlews, terns, and some other birds, is struck just as they alight. Raising the tips of the wings till they meet high above the back, the marlins suggest the favorite attitude of angels shown by the early Italian painters. End of section 6. This recording is in the public domain.